Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Hot Toplet. This is a podcast all about young people and our perspectives on what's hot in the world. Today's guest is Sanjana, and we'll be talking about cultural appropriation. Sanjana, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me, Zoe. <laughs> Go ahead and say a little bit about yourself and how we know each other. Okay, um, I'm 17. I have been going to school with Zoe for a very long time, and I don't really remember how we like know each other. Like, we just do. Yeah. It's just, it's just there. Um, yeah, I really like space. If you want to uh, follow my Instagram, it is at Sanjana4112. You will find lots more interesting information about me. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just started out as classmates and now we're just in each other's houses every so often. So that's cool. But yeah. And if you couldn't tell from her name, Sanjana is Indian. Um, <laughs> Indian. <laughs> and I am African-American. My parents are immigrants from Ghana, so we're we're two diverse pieces of our little friend group or whatever. And so I just thought this would be an interesting topic to talk about, um, getting two different cultural perspectives on it. And we're also going to talk a little bit about stereotypes. So I'm thinking it should be fun. It should be cool yeah. and insightful. I actually do have a question first. Yeah. What do you think of saying like you're African American rather than like Ghanaian American? Oh, I just, it's a general term that I would just, I would use them interchangeably. I know not everyone is the same. Like, some people really, like, gotta have, like, yeah, whatever country Yeah, some people are like, oh, I'm, like, Egyptian-American. Yeah. Or, like, like South Africa, especially, because, like, it's... Right. Like, I feel like of all yeah. the countries, it's the one that'll get, like, generalized into yeah. just being the continent itself. But, yeah, and that, I mean, that's a big part of it i also i would even go as far to compare it as saying like asian american versus what country you're from because it's in the similar way there are so yeah. many different cultures in asia so many different cultures yeah like i would never say it like i'm asian american right like i just don't like the image that has in like the media and like in people's minds it's just like not not who, who i am are, at yeah. all yeah yeah so i would use them interchangeably also yeah but I do have my little Ghanaian flag in my Twitter bio, so. <laughs> <laughs> we so, reppin', like, we reppin'. Yeah, I mean, it honestly just depends on, like, how I feel. I just, I, I use either one. Yeah, so my first question for you is, do you think that cultural appropriation is real? I think um, to the extent people will say it's a problem, I don't think it's that much of a problem as people say it is but i do think it's definitely real there are always people who will say like oh i don't like people who will say oh like all mexicans like don't belong in this country or something like that but then we'll also celebrate like cinco de mayo mm-hmm. or just and which cinco de mayo is not even a mexican holiday it's like a very i think that's like a perfect example of like kind of using somebody else's culture for your own Benefit. benefit yeah because it's not it's not mexican independence day right it's i really don't even know what it is like i always have to keep relearning it because it's just mm-hmm. not a mexican thing yeah and like here it's just kind of used like oh like let's pretend 
pretend we like Mexico. Exactly. Like, like, yeah, it's usually celebrated by people who it, do not like Mexico. Exactly. Or like don't understand the culture yeah. or the history of the actual holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Like I let's have that. tacos and drink tequila. Like that's yeah. what Mexican people do, right? Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree. I think that every the okay. Well, for me, the biggest thing with cultural appropriation is the definition and the execution of it, which is super broad, but I'll explain in a bit. But yeah, for me, it's about kind of, okay, so (laughs) I think that it often gets mixed up with appreciation. Like you can wear something from a certain culture or do something from a certain culture and have it be totally appropriate for the situation. But um, I think it starts to become appropriation and have that negative connotation when we're looking at the original culture or like ethnic group or group of people that practice as something that's negative or something that people can be punished for. And then another group or it becomes like high fashion or something like that. That's so true. Gets to use that and be celebrated for it while people are still like suffering I think that's the big difference. Yeah, it's like the biggest. One thing is like, oh, I went to like I went to China or I went to India and Mm -hmm. I got this really cool outfit from there that Mm -hmm. I liked and now I wear it. Right. That's very different from saying like, like um, in Korea they have the eye crease things. I don't know what they're called, but like they make your they put creases on your eyes. That's Mm -hmm. a really big problem for people in Korea who are trying to um, like spread like, the love yourself, mm-hmm. um, like, lifestyle, but then, like, when other people are like, oh, this is so cool, like, I'm a beauty guru, like, this is something I want to try, like, right. let's try all these products, let's try fair and lovely, Yeah, it's like, you are using something that is very problematic to another person's culture, like, exactly. fair and lovely is such a huge thing in, like, South India and, like, mm. so many Asian countries, that's literally saying, like, you're not white enough, like, yeah. that makes you less pretty, Mm-hmm. and like for beauty gurus who are like especially if they're white and they're like oh mm-hmm. let's just try it like it's yeah. a thing they have there yeah like you're not recognizing that it's that it is harmful mm-hmm. so yeah and that has such a, a harmful message like yeah lightning creams are even the thing in african countries where you see like the majority of people have darker skin it's just like this I mean, I would even go as far to say this international image that, like, a lighter skin tone is better or it's yeah. more, like, it's more preferred. And I don't know. I'm glad that there's a big movement and, like, all over the world to kind of move away from that. I think it has worked, too, yeah. especially. Like, there's now compared to, like, five years ago, there's so much less of a, like, a, a dilemma about, like, right. oh, like, skin color based on, like, your shade. Exactly. Yeah. Like, colorism isn't over but it's definitely less prominent yeah and people are more aware of it yeah that's the big thing yeah exactly okay so what is your opinion on culture vultures so okay according to everyone's favorite source of information (laughs) urban dictionary a culture vulture is someone who steals traits language and or fashion from another ethnic or social group in order to create their own identity so what is your what are your thoughts on that? I think the create your own identity part is the is the biggest kind of because when like little kids go on vacation and they come back with like cornrows like on mm-hmm. one side of their head that's 
that's very like harmless. Mm-hmm. That's just a tourist. Like, that's just a tourist thing, and they're not right. saying like, "Oh, this is part of this culture. I want to be like this culture." They're just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that looks cool," because they're too young usually to really like know the difference. Exactly, and um, I think it's very different from like like a teenage white kid being like, oh, I want to be a SoundCloud rapper. Lots of rappers are black. Let me look just like them and Mm -hmm. emulate their personality and pick out every struggle I've had in my life so that I'm like them. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same thing like with any race. Like if you say, oh, this minority group has had these struggles. Let me pick out all of my struggles that are like theirs so I will appeal to them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely... I definitely think that culture vultures exist for one. I don't know if there was even a debate if they do. Like, they're definitely yeah, out there. Like they're definitely, yeah. And then I think just the biggest issue is never taking the time to understand where a certain custom or where, like, a culture even develops, like, black culture in America in some instances is pop culture. Like, hip-hop has become a lot more mainstream than it was in the past. And people are, you know, as we always have, I think, looking up to celebrities and, like, yeah. people that we listen to and but watch. But you still have to recognize now is a different time because it's, exactly. like, just because that has become a part of pop culture in recent years doesn't mean it's no longer black culture. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people fail to see that. And, I mean, even in some instances, people will understand that there's something that they're doing maybe a hairstyle maybe clothing maybe even like a way of speaking or communicating that is pertinent to one culture they understand that it is and some people just like have poor intent or they like want to steal from another culture and it's not even just to like form their own identity it's just to even say like oh white girls do it better or like asian girls do it better than yeah that was such an odd time yeah. on social media when it was just like oh, this girl does it better than this girl. And I was like, how can you have this at the same time you were having a feminist movement where you're like, let's lift up everybody, Mm -hmm. but then also be like, oh, like this person wears this other culture's thing better than that other culture. Like, you really don't because it's not yours. Exactly. It wasn't yours to begin with. And you can't can't just claim it. And sure, go ahead, have your confidence or whatever. But... The whole, like, whoever does it better. Like, that's so... In general, you shouldn't, like, put other people down just to make yourself feel like, oh, I'm better than other people. Exactly. And that also applies to different cultures and races. You shouldn't be like, let I'm going to take things from this culture that I like and approve of with, like, mm. quotations around it. Um, and then say it's mine so that I can say look, it's not yours anymore Mm because I do it better. Right. Like, that's the same thing. Exactly. And I think that even ties into, like, the whole, like, cornrows versus boxer braids. Like, that trend of... I don't even know if you call it a trend. I'd rather, like, call it a pattern. That pattern of adopting something very obviously rooted in one culture or one group and just changing the name of it or making the slightest change yeah. to and it. we all kind of forget about it because yeah. like when i was younger like elementary school middle school when kids don't really have filters mm-hmm. people would be like oh like you're indian like how come you don't wear a dot on your forehead and now it's like completely different like now it's just accepted as oh if it's coachella like if it's if it's um festival season yeah mm-hmm. we can all wear it like where do you get bindis yeah and it's like 
did we forget? Like, exactly. Just a few years ago, it wasn't it wasn't cool, and now just because like Vanessa Hudgens did it, like now it's cool. Mm-hmm. But how come like it wasn't good enough just when it was like something from another culture? Right. Like why did it have to be a white person did it, and then now it's okay? Yeah. Like now it's cool. Right. Yeah. And it's not even always true. I, f- I feel like a lot of the times it's like, oh, like white people are responsible for this. That's not true at all. Yeah. I think in a lot of times it's like, like somebody of color will be like, oh, I'm of color. That means I can like take all these other cultures traits yeah. and then it's not a problem because like right. I'm of color. Right. And that's also a huge thing I think is, yeah, people of color you are a person of color but you have your own culture that doesn't mean that because you are not because you are a minority does not give you the right to steal from other minorities or to like put down other minorities in whatever way that may be to appropriate from their cultures and it's totally different from appreciating or celebrating yeah it's so different and i think even if you don't have like specific laws around like oh why is it different usually if you when you're doing something and you're like oh like people are gonna like rag on me about this for doing then maybe you should check yourself like why would other people get mad at you for doing that um like do you and is it really worth it like is it so important to your identity that you want other people like do you want to go through that exactly is it really that in in, integral to your identity Mm -hmm. and usually it's not right right and like that's another thing is that almost a sign of the times is that we're so big into shock factor with our entertainment and just this whole like do anything for clout kind of movement oh, that yeah. we're seeing oh, where it's boy. people kind people of like getting married for clout <laughs> yeah just like pushing yeah. the extremes of what you can do just to get to get views to get a reaction to build yourself some sort of platform is so like such a harmful practice it can start out being very like very harmless and move yeah. into something that becomes a lot more dangerous as you start to alienate people and emulate yeah. people it just, i think yeah. in general most people kind of understand so you can't be like oh if like the beauty guru's room is one thing it's not their fault for like mm-hmm. if somebody else is just all of a sudden racist now but they had their platform. Mm-hmm. They usually now at this point, like YouTube has become such a such a job that they probably also have media managers exactly. and people and PR people who can tell mm-hmm. them, hey, it's a little problematic and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not a risk that will turn out as you like fighting for equality or celebrating mm-hmm. cultures. Like it's just gonna turn out poorly. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a like that's the thing we're not recognizing. Right. Okay. Um, my next question. Um, what stereotypes do you encounter most frequently? Oh, and, boy. And how do you, do you agree with them? Do you disagree with them somewhere in between or somewhere outside? Let me know. Well, as, like, an Indian girl who is very, like, who's very not reserved, mm-hmm. I get that a lot because usually it's, like, Oh, like you're the daughter of immigrants. Like you're gonna be a little more reserved because mm-hmm. like you don't, you didn't grow up in America. Like, is it really your country? And um, people will tell me like, oh, you're not a real Indian, or like you're not Indian enough mm-hmm. um, because of whatever thing. It's like I don't get mad if people don't pronounce my name Sanjana. 
uh, which is the Indian way to say it. But it's like, that's not necessarily about my culture at all. It's just, that's how I grew up. Like, mm-hmm. if I was three, being called Sanjana and Sanjana, even by my parents introduced like that, like, mm-hmm. now I'm not going to, I don't worry about it. And mm-hmm. I think it's special that, like, different people say it in different ways. Um, that doesn't mean they're neglecting my culture. Or, um, yeah, just like a bunch of, especially with religion, people are mm-hmm. always so quick to be like, oh, are you Hindu? And like, that's not a bad question, but then sometimes it'll escalate into um, like, what do you believe? Like, do you believe in the chakras? Like, mm-hmm. do you do yoga? And it's like, yeah, I do yoga, but not like spiritually. Yeah, I just do it because yeah. I enjoy it. And it's a good way to stay active. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just gets a little bit like oh you're secretly like you're acting white like you like yeah. you like coffee and going shopping and yeah. like wearing nice clothes like that means you're not indian exactly like what do you want me to be or right. or then like if i do well on a test or i give a speech or i do some science competition people are like of course you got it like you're indian mm-hmm. so it's like my my so-called failures are because i'm not indian enough and my successes are only because I'm Indian. And it doesn't really, it kind of like separates the identity from the person. And it's like, yeah, like if I'm Indian, I'm Indian. It's not that I don't have to do it in a certain way. Yeah, there's no one way to be a certain exactly nationality or ethnicity. Yeah, and if you go to India, it's not like everybody's going to be the same at all. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different, like my cousins are just like me in so many ways. And they were born and raised in India, and they, like, they still are also well-traveled. They mm-hmm. like the same things I like. They like nice clothes. They like nice food. Like, I, there's not much of a difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I think that's a big thing for any person of color is having to, especially if you're in a Western country, is the whole, like, you're not whatever enough you're not african enough you're not black enough you're acting white you're speaking white i'm like well i just i mean i speak this so-called proper english you know the queen's english in a way it's like yeah i can code switch or whatever i can i can use slang i know what it means i if i so choose if i feel like it's appropriate then that's how i'll speak but i mean this is like how i'm speaking now is how i speak to pretty much everybody yeah and it's not something you should change like that's not really about your culture at all. Exactly. It's, yeah. It, a lot of, I mean, I think definitely with language has to do with your environment. Yeah. And who you grow up around. So sure, this is how I speak. I live in a predominantly white area, I would say. And there are a lot of like Asian families and like South Asian families, but. That doesn't, know. like, that, like, you, you aren't going to be like, oh. There's not enough black people here. Exactly. I'm growing up the incorrect way. Exactly. Like, I'm like, not going to be black enough. Like, yeah. there's no enough. Yeah. Exactly. And that's not to say that sometimes it's like, oh, do I feel out of touch with black culture, with African culture? Yeah, every once in a while. But yeah, it's not same. It's not anything. Well, not with black. Yeah. I know, like, I know I what you mean. I'm out of touch with black culture. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, um, I mean, it's relative and... I don't know. There's always, I feel like, a way, especially with how technology is, there's always a way for me to, if I feel the need to, get in touch with black culture. Yeah. Like, it's never something that's distant from me. It's never out of reach. It's just, I don't know. Identity is fluid. And uh, not just 
with like gender identity or anything, but just how I just connect if you're to one my person, background. Yeah, it's not like oh, these are all the things that make you up. Like you're black, that means you have to be a hundred percent like in touch with black culture and exactly. Ghanaian culture, yeah, or like anything else, like. If I play the piano, that doesn't mean like a hundred percent of the time I only think about piano or mm-hmm. I only listen to classical music. Right. Like, everybody has their taste. Exactly. But yeah, I completely agree with you. When I was in India, I actually like had a very hard time one day. I I like was very sad, like upset. And um like my mom asked, like, what's wrong? And I was like, I I feel like a foreigner here. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like I feel like a visitor. I don't yeah. feel like I'm really I feel welcomed and I feel like I'm a part of my family, but I still feel like I'm asked like, oh, like you don't have to do that because like I can't Mm -hmm. or um, like I just went so long without knowing the language and now I understand it well. Mm -hmm. Like when you're little, you never really think like, oh, later I I should learn the language. Like it's something I'm going to want. So like now not knowing that it was very hard for me because if i'm in i'm old enough to go out in public in india by myself mm-hmm. but the problem is um if i'm with my cousins which i normally am it's like people will go to me because i'm like i look older mm-hmm. and like they'll expect me to start speaking hindi but then i have to like look at my older cousin and be like oh yo like i don't know what's, yeah i don't know what's going on yeah, like, like i'm not what this. they're saying <laughs> yeah and then at the same time, I also don't feel completely American. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a lot of little things. And I'm like, oh, I don't do that. Like, yeah. even with, like, senior pictures, it's like my parents are like, oh, why is it a big deal? And I yeah. was like, it's just it's just an American thing. Yeah. And so sometimes with things like that, like, my parents won't be like, oh, it's a big deal to um, graduate elementary school or middle school. And, like, Halloween is something you have to do and, like, decorate with lights. So now they're very enthusiastic. Oh, yeah. My mom has, like, her collection of masks and Mm -hmm. things like that. But, like, when I was younger, I used like, they're just little things. that I was like, how come I don't get to do that? Yeah. But it's just because that's not, like, it's just not something I do. And if I wanted to do it, like, yeah, I I did and I could. But, like, it just didn't come automatically because that's mm-hmm. American. Like, my parents aren't American. Exactly. And my mom, to this day, still, she will, I think she said it to me last week, like, sleepovers, that's such a thing that's so American. And growing up here, being born here, I didn't realize that it wasn't a thing in other countries to, like, spend the night at someone else's house. Depending yeah. on how you look at it, yeah, maybe it's a little weird, but... It's like, yeah, your whole... Like, you're so excited all day because you're like, I will sleep on somebody else's floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, rather than going home at 11, I will sleep on their floor. Right. Like, why is that exciting? I, I don't... It just is. And, you yeah. know, like, I felt like I was so late to the game, quote-unquote. Like, I didn't go to a sleepover until I was in the fourth grade or something. And only then it was because it was like, oh, my parents know your parents, so this is going to happen. So, you know, but yeah. And then uh, here's another question for you, though. Do you ever like does? okay, to live out a stereotype that's like commonly thought for an Indian person or an Indian girl, do you ever feel like bad for it? What do you mean? So like I like watermelon, like watermelon. Oh, like if you have if you like agree with a stereotype do you feel like you're perpetuating it yeah exactly um or do you feel bad perpetuating a stereotype sometimes i don't really know how to answer that sometimes it's like 
I just don't really think about like, oh, this is stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Like I will wear clothes I got from India and like just in my daily life, especially like pants. Like the pants I'm wearing now, they're like orange, like loose drop crotch. And mm-hmm. They're very Indian. And I just like was like, oh, these are so cool. Yeah. But it's not something I would be like, oh, by wearing these clothes, I'm perpetuating the stereotype. Right. But then like the other day, there was um, henna in my fridge and henna is the plant and Mahendi is the name of like what you put on your hands and feet, um, like the decorations. And I was like, ooh, like I kind of want to do that because mm-hmm. it's part of my culture. I really enjoy it. But then sometimes it's like now that idea has become so intertwined with like like Coachella girls mm-hmm. who are doing it. So I feel like if I do it, it won't be like, oh, cool, like like that's Indian. Like mm. you're celebrating your culture. It's like, oh, you're trying to be white. Yeah, like that's by, trendy. Like, like, yeah, by like mimicking your own culture. So own, it's yeah. just like so weird. So I just didn't do it. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to feel. But that's not really my fault. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like for me, that's the thing is sometimes it's like I will feel like a twinge of guilt almost for enjoying things because there's a stereotype about like black people there's a stereotype about african people like yeah i throw down to some fried chicken like it's good food watermelon's a great fruit and they all have their historical backgrounds whether or not people know them like the people who carry out the stereotypes is like okay one what's the point two like do you even know where it came from do you know what it means do you understand why stereotypes have this negative connotation to them maybe not the watermelon one in specific maybe but like do you even like do you know what you're saying almost yeah but yeah sometimes i just i feel a little bit weird but i don't know i think you have to kind of take things like that with a grain of salt like i can't let a stereotype dictate what i eat and what i do yeah and that sometimes kind of thing. people will be like i'll be like oh yeah i vibe with indian food like it's so good it's yeah. so good right and then people will be like oh so like curry and curry <laughs> is not a food. Like you right. like curry, you have egg curry, chicken curry. Like yeah. that's the same way you have like a type of pasta, yeah. but like you don't have like just Alfredo. You mm-hmm. have like penne Alfredo, chicken. Yeah. This is such a bad like analogy. But, but no, I I can't it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Like you don't have a sauce by mm-hmm. itself. Curry is essentially just a way of cooking something. It's yeah. a sauce. And like you're not just gonna have that by itself right and i feel like oh i hate the simpsons <laughs> literally the simpsons have like shut down everything good about indian people and indian stereotypes like like imagine imagine being asked like oh do you watch the simpsons like do you like that like gas station owner because you're mm-hmm. indian and he's indian and i'm like what i can't resonate like no not at all right my parents that's not no that's not nothing like what their actual profession is like or anything yeah exactly and that's another thing is like representation is so cool in like tv and movies but there's no indian representation like when i was younger there was one youtuber superwoman Mm -hmm. like she was the only indian youtuber right there are i still know no beauty gurus who are indian right and who i can be like oh like that's somebody who has my skin color Mm -hmm. who's very popular in america i can look up to her or him Mm -hmm. like for like makeup advice but I, i still don't have anybody like that right even in like movies crazy rich asians like, there was, like, maybe one Indian guy who's, like, the guard for their house. 
And I was like, like, that's, you can't, I can't say I'm Asian American because in the media, when people say Asian, they don't mean Indian. Yeah. So like, that's what I, I just think that's weird. And yeah, like just because even if there is representation, whether it's a lot of it or not, you can't always resonate with every character that. And you could be like, oh, like Mindy Kaling, like she's Indian, but it's like. I don't person. like Mindy Kaling yeah, like at she's all. She's very niche and like I yeah. can't. And she has like a specific style and like exactly. uh, type of humor that like d- like not everybody in India or not every Indian American kid like growing up um, is an <laughs> ABCD's like American born confused Daisy because like <laughs> like we are like struggling like we don't mm-hmm. know what's the what's the situation with India or here. Mm-hmm. So there's really no representation. Like, Hassan Minhaj is, like, the closest to real representation I have of, like, an Indian American who is, who is like, diverse interests mm-hmm. and isn't, like, a stereotype or isn't right. somebody who's clearly trying to be something else. Mm-hmm. But also, like, he's a guy. I can't, right. like, there's only so far I can relate, relate to him. To him. Yeah. So it's like there's no like movie stars who are Indian at all. Like Priyanka Chopra, right? That's like the one. She is not even like an American movie star. Like she's a Bollywood movie star. That's true. And that's how I love her. Like yeah, like whatever American work she's done, I haven't really like been a fan of. of. I can think of two things, and they weren't like blockbuster things that like everybody knows. Like Baywatch, the Baywatch remake is like no, and it's all like kind of token. Like oh, here's like a fun role to play. Mm -hmm. But like her Indian movies are so much like cooler. Like she's always like a lot more complex. Yeah, she's always like the cool like main girl, Uh and she has like all these dance numbers, and like like she's she's such a good dancer, and she can sing, and like she's so talented. But then here it's just like oh, she's Indian. Like we love her. Right. But, like, I mean, I will just say Deepika Padukone, like, she's a cutie. Like, <laughs> she could be just as famous. Like, right. there's, there's, like, so many Bollywood people who I relate yeah. to, but also can't relate to because exactly. they're, like, full Indian. Right. They're, like, in India. Like, they won't call themselves Indian American. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they just, they, they'll speak Hindi. Like, they'll do things differently than I do. So it's, like, I don't know. Yeah. Just weird. There's no brown people in media. There's just no brown people. Yeah. No, I, I see that. I will say, though, one thing with uh, representation and stereotypes, I find that you kind of have to drop everything that you're talking about when it comes to comedy. Because I'm, I'm glad you mentioned um, Hassan Minhaj. Because, like, comedy is so different from media. Being, yeah. Kinda, like, yeah. it's almost its own thing. Like, yeah. yes, you have comedy within the media, but it has rules or lack of rules. You know, like, rules do, almost don't apply. Yeah. Like, to be able to fully enjoy it and appreciate comedy, you kind of have to put aside the political correctness of yeah. all of it. Like, that's one place where shock factor is kind of, like, key. Just to be fresh, to be new. Yeah. To kind of, like... Be able to break the tension, especially now. Yeah. That's, like, it's so... Yeah. Why is it so hard for me to think of, like, brown people in media? Like, I just remember Tan France. He's, mm-hmm. like, great. But, like, why can I only think of, like, three, four people, maybe, mm-hmm. and none of them who I'm really, like, yeah, that's me. Like, she's right. representing me. Like, like I can look up to her and be, yeah. like, yeah, that's pretty much who I am. Yeah, like, that's but really I have close. not seen any of that. In yeah. politics, there's no brown people. There's maybe right. one, like... 
Asian other than like the Desi countries. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just very, it's very weird, especially when sometimes diversity fights will break out in media or like in a TV show and people are like, oh, it needs to be more diverse. Then it's all about like black and white. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. You yeah. know, like what about me? Right. And I think that that's just kind of the backlash of trying to get past this whole like segregated media thing where especially in america where it was like just white people for the longest time and it's like okay we've come far you know we have shows where we have predominantly complex black characters yeah intermingling with other people other races we were not done yet like we still have so much to do more people to add more groups because right now it's not normal still it's not normal to see like black or brown people in like main roles Mm -hmm. especially women and like not be like oh they did that on purpose right like in the avengers um endgame when they had that one season with all like the women going out to fight that didn't really feel like the writers were like oh like this is natural like we just Mm -hmm. want it to happen they're like the most powerful characters as we've made them for the situation they're the ones who need to fight it was just kind of like oh, we'll get really good ratings if we throw in something about feminism. Right. And I was still like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Right. But it, I knew it wasn't... It wasn't something that everyone just kind of naturally thought of. Yeah, in, and in I think it, I wanted to get to the point where it's not like, oh, this specific woman, like, wow, it's so cool that she's powerful. What a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just... Even in school, sometimes I feel that. Like, if I speak my mind more, or recently I've just gotten to the point where I'm more comfortable with who I am as, like, as a girl and as, like, an Indian girl, mm-hmm. that I stop kind of caring about, like, am I Indian enough? Am I, like, girly enough? Mm-hmm. Like, am I quiet? Am I, like, outgoing? Like, anything like that. And then sometimes I'll still get, like, like oh, like, did you really think that was going to be funny? Like, why did you say that? Or, like... Like, why do you care? Like, laugh or don't. Exactly. But don't yeah. be like, why? Like, why did you say that? Right. Or there's so many, like, examples that I have that I just can't say because people who have done them might listen to this. And I don't want to. Yeah. So it's like, I just deal with it a lot. Or sometimes mm-hmm. people will, will, like, question my work, kind of. Okay. Like, as a girl like I remember at the international science fair sophomore year I made it to the international science fair and I was like that's such a cool accomplishment like I never thought I could have done that Mm -hmm. and my project was not on par with some of the other ones there I think it was just like a different kind of project but I was just so happy to be there right and I was like this is my work like this is so cool and then like some people would kind of like look at my exhibit and then turn to the guy next to me even though like it was like he had a completely different exhibit mm-hmm. like oh you must be like just somebody standing here yeah even though like i had a lanyard and it said like my name on it and said mm-hmm. that i'm a finalist so. right it's just little things like that just being like underestimated and kind of undermined i guess yeah it's like like nobody will ever go to like the like indian girl as like the their first choice of like who's in power here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel that. I feel that. Which kind of sucks, but like it yeah, happens. it does. Yeah. But I don't think it'll be like that for very long. I think our generation. I always like 
take it back to our generation, but I mm-hmm. truly because like it's just so different than how th- like how things are run now and the way that we see like the norm and yeah. things like I I don't bat an eyelash to things that like shock my parents and like yeah okay yeah, like exactly. yeah so I definitely think that we're on a path to changing if we can. however I do think we can't just say we're a part of the generation that's fine right there are a lot of guys our age even guys of color who still are okay with like kind of like being patronizing or maybe saying mm-hmm. something that's and like you can't be like oh you're sexist like they're not really yeah. sexist but they're stuck in these like quote-unquote traditional ways that aren't open yeah yeah or like you'll just find yourself in situations where like you can't really call anybody out for it but it's like i'm the only one uncomfortable in the room right now mm-hmm. and i'm also the only girl in the room yeah and i was also like the only one being spoken to just now right yeah you hang out with a lot more guys than I do, though. Like, your little physics crew. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all run deep. <laughs> That's a weird time. Sometimes that is weird, though. Like, I'm, like, like, once I was, like, it's just normal to me. I'm, like, yeah, so what if they're all guys? But then once I was, like, wait a second. I haven't hung out with a girl in months. Yeah. And literally, it was, it was, um, this past fall, I literally had not hang out, hung out with any girls in months and then i was on like the fbla bus like with celine and tara and i just like opened up like all the drama (laughs) i had and like Uh, i was like yo i've been going through so much and then i was like this is what i needed like i missed this because like sometimes guys like if you're like yo can i tell you about like all my medical problems right now like my emotional (laughs) problems like they don't understand that like I cry, but it's not because I'm sad. <laughs> like they're like, why? Yeah, why are you crying? And I'm like, just, it's yeah. just the time. Yeah. It's the time to cry. I haven't in a long time. Right. It's on the schedule. Right. It has to happen sometime. <laughs> yeah, my non-crying quota has been it's just been filled up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. That's all the time we have for today's episode. Yeah. We really we definitely hope you like went it. off topic a little bit <laughs> a little too. Bit, but like that's that's the fine. best part of a podcast, you know. Is there anything else that you want to say? No. You already plugged your Instagram. I so. did. That's the first thing, so that you do it first, so then people don't have to listen to like forty minutes of audio oh and then gosh. find your social media. Uh, well, maybe that's the strategy now. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to share it with some friends, some family, some foes, whoever the heck you want to share it with. And don't forget to follow Hot Chocolate on SoundCloud. Thank you all so much and keep sipping. Bye.